Welcome to the Fearless Mom Tribe podcast. I'm your host, Mary Westcott, a mother, wife, and mom boss. This podcast is all about helping women to build a path to chase their dreams while becoming a greater version of themselves. Every Monday, join me as I will deliver a strong dose of inspirational topics from how to become a priority in your life to creating a strong bulletproof mindset for success. If you are a busy woman on the go who is in need of a simple pick-me-up, a dose of inspiration, or motivation, look no further. Come join me on the Fearless Mom Tribe podcast. Looking forward to meeting you soon, beauty. Hello, my fellow mamas. Welcome back to another episode of the Fearless Mom Tribe podcast. I have an amazing guest. Her name is Kim Feeney. She is a licensed independent social worker and a registered play therapist, supervisor in Davenport, Iowa. She has over 10 years of experience helping children and families lead healthier emotional lives, believing all behavior is purpose-driven. She works with parents and children to help alternative ways to meet social and behavioral needs. Welcome on the show, Kim. How are you? I'm good. Thank you for having me. I'm super excited to be here. That is awesome. Super excited for you to be here because I'm super excited for the topics that you're going to bring today. So give the audience a little bit of background about you and what you do. Absolutely. Um, I am a play therapist and I came into this profession. It was kind of a winding road. Both my parents were in the helping professions. My mom was a special education teacher and my dad worked with adults with mentally and physically handicaps and challenges. So I always knew I wanted to help people. I just wasn't sure how I wanted to do it. At first I wanted to be a teacher and then a pediatrician. And then I realized I couldn't handle the blood and the guts plus all those years of school. So then um, I had my own mental health struggles as kind of a tween teen. And my therapist was kind of my lifeline, a stability for me. So then I you know, figured, okay, this is what I wanna do. And I've always had a connection with kids teaching Sunday school, babysitting, camp counselor, things like that. Um, so I wanted to do mental health for kids um, that because it helped me so much as a child and I, that just the connection that I have. So play therapy, we work with kids and families. It's about the relationship, but the kids don't have the verbal abilities that we do as adults. Their brains just haven't developed that. So they use what they use naturally in day-to-day life, which is play. And we use puppets and and sand to communicate those feelings for the kids. Awesome. I never even heard of a play therapist, which is pretty (laughs) awesome, actually. (laughs) I find it very rewarding. Oh, yes, I agree. When you work with children, it's so rewarding anyway, especially seeing them smile, play and share with others. You know, it's always a great thing. So I do have one question. What are three main mental health tips to keep in mind as a mother when parenting your child? Uh, Yeah, for sure. The first tip that I always give to parents is that we want to stay as calm and regulated as possible. Because if we as parents start to escalate or raise our voice or get upset, then that child is going to dig their heels and then they're going to get upset. And then it's just going to keep on escalating. Take some deep breaths before you confront the situation. I'll be back and we can address this. So just keeping your own regulation in check. I would say is number one. Number two for the kids is is just name the feeling for them, especially for the little ones. Again, they don't have that verbal capacity right now, or you're 
you're sad right now or disappointed or frustrated. Just naming that feeling for them puts a word to what that their sensations in the body are. And that can go so far because then they realize what is going on and they make those connections. That is awesome. Yeah, I agree with both of those <laughs> because as, you know, as parents, we get yeah. very, very, you know, upset real quickly because we expect our child to know you know, the right and wrong at the moment. And, and at the same time, it's not the case because like a toddler, they're learning each and every day, you know, they're learning the environment, what's going on. And, you know, we have to keep in mind that they're still learning. Yeah. And then my third tip would be to just be present with your child, stay in the moment, stay connected. And that's going to be the most regulating thing for yourself, for your family, for your child, just being present, breathing with them, modeling the behaviors and staying connected, I think is the most, one of the most important things we can do. Yes, I agree with that, especially, you know, as they're growing and, you know, just ask those little questions to like, how was your day? How are you? How are you feeling? You know, that's one of the things that my mom has always done with us kids when we will come home from school when she picks us up is one of the things she will ask us is what do we learn today in school and she will literally tell us you know you have to have at least one thing to tell me as soon as you get in the car if not I will take away your phone or you know something that you like to do because you know she wants to stay connected to make sure that things were going well and building that relationship with her with her children so That is one great thing. So the next question I have, when dealing with a child who is throwing a tantrum, what are some steps to take to help calm them down? For sure, absolutely. Again, we need to be that co-regulator. So Mm -hmm. we're gonna have to model what we're doing for the child. Again, sit next to them, get on their level, Um, reflect the feeling you're sad, you're angry, disappointed, frustrated, whatever it may be. And then, you know, you can add, you know, that you can't go to your friend's house or that it's time to take a bath or that I said no, but then you're going to model the regulation for them. You're going to say, mom's going to take three deep breaths to help calm down. And then we're going to take the deep breaths. And then we're going to say something like, I'm just going to feel my legs on the floor and I'm going to rock back and forth or whatever regulation technique works for you. Rhyming is really good. So just funny nursery rhymes, singing songs, any sort of rhythm, tapping a drum beat out on the the floor or the counter is good. Rhyme, rhythm, kind of connect our brain and our nervous system um, and kind of snap us out. Mm -hmm. So anything that we can do that is gonna interrupt that pattern of the tantrum for the child. Okay. Oh, I just learned something new because my daughter decides to throw tantrums a lot because she doesn't, (laughs) she doesn't like the word no when we tell her, but you know, as two-year-olds, they're going to, you know, we're going to experience a lot more of that. So I'm glad that you said that. So that helps me as a mom to calm the situation down when she's throwing the tantrum because I actually do do that. Like I actually get down to her level, look at her, even though she likes to pull away You know, I'll let her do what she does for a little bit and then I reconnect with her and, you know, I'll calm her down, have her tell me what's wrong, why is she upset, you know, things like that. But yeah, 
Thank you for that great point. I really appreciate that. Definitely. Yeah. Connection is so important. Yes, it is. One of the things that we need to continue to do, especially as parents in this society nowadays, <laughs> we don't want to lose that connection with our kids. So as parents, what are some things we need to keep in mind when raising our children? The thing is, the kids are always, even if they push us away, they're always looking to us for the example. So we Mm -hmm. need to be the role model. And, you know, the old saying of do as I say, not as I do, isn't going to work anymore. We have to model the the self-care, the regulation, the honesty, the communication, all the things that we want to instill in our kids because we are the teachers. They, they right. are with us the majority of the time. I tell parents when they come into my office, you're the expert on your kid. I see them you know, an hour a week. You're with them the majority of the time. The second one would be their teacher that is with them you know, the next majority of the time. So collaborating with parents and teachers is really how I make a difference in the child's life. And teaching, the adults in their lives, in the kids' lives, those skills that I want them to pass on to their kids and model Mm -hmm. for their kids is really how lasting change is made. That is so powerful. I so agree. (laughs) I didn't expect that at all. And that is, and I will keep that in mind because, you know, my daughter, she's about to be three. So she's going to be going into preschool soon. So with that, you know, I got to keep in mind as well, you know, you got to have that connection, not only with your child, but also with the teachers and making sure that they're learning correctly. If there's any problems in the, you know, in the classroom, you know, like you said, they're mainly with their teachers half of the day, if not most of the day. So, you know, you got to keep in mind about that as well. But yeah, so you mentioned about self-care. Um, can you give me a little bit about, you know, the parent and child self-care? How can parents show self-care to themselves while also teaching it to their children? This is such an important aspect uh, that I have found, especially as we've been going through this pandemic and anxiety for everyone is building. Um, Again, it's all about the modeling. And then kids as young as like two or three can become to get involved in self-care. It's, you know, every day make a gratitude list, you know, have the kid tell you one thing they had fun doing today and then remembering that memory or uh, you can do yoga and regulation breathing activities with the kid there's some simple poses you can find online there's kids yoga books out there that's one thing that I do at the beginning of my sessions with kids just to ground them into the safe space is we pick a yoga pose and we do it together and we obviously breathe as we're doing that so just modeling the regulation in your body And then again, after those big meltdowns, like the tantrums and things that we were talking about, have the kid reflect once they're calmed down, because they're not going to be able to do this when they're in that activated state. But after they've had a chance to calm down, they can reflect on what were they feeling? Where did they feel it in their body? And what were the triggers? And what can we do in the future to change if that happens again? So again, Mm -hmm. modeling that self-care and being aware of our body sensations and our feelings. That is so powerful. Yes. I will most definitely keep that in mind for myself too, because I like to work out and my daughter sees that. So she, you know, so I'm modeling, not necessarily, I didn't even think that was modeling it, but she saw me do it. 
So she starts mm-hmm. doing it with me. So that's one of the best things that I love about my daughter right now, especially in that toddler stage, as they are sponges, you know, she copies everything that I do. So I want to, you know, show that self-care is very big in the house. Loving yourself and taking care of yourself is very, very huge. So that's one of the things that I like to do with my daughter is, you know, work out together or read a book or color. So yeah, what is one major piece of advice you would like to leave with my fearless mom tribe community? Oh, there's so many, but the again, I think it all comes back to the relationship. Like I said, in the playroom, we have all the toys and the games and the activities, but it's really about the relationship. So um, I would say my biggest tip for you guys is connection before correction. Make sure that the connection is there. If you're going to say no, preface it with, I love you. And the answer is no. So again, that connection is there. It kind of softens the blow for the kids that it makes it, you know, you're not yelling, you're not saying stop or no. You're saying, I'm doing this because I love you, because this is the positive message that I want to teach you. Right. Oh, wow. That is so powerful. Thank you so much for that. Moms, I really hope you had so much value in this short and amazing episode because we have touched on quite a bit of things on here. We touched on mental health as a parent mental health for the children, how to deal with a child with tantrums, what tips to keep in mind for raising our children, as well as what it's like to have self-care between us and our children. So this episode is super, super valuable. I hope you guys had an amazing time listening to this. Kim, I want to thank you so much for coming on and spreading so much value to my moms. We need it. And I will most definitely need it. And I will take all this advice with me and and implement it with my daughter because it's so powerful. So one last question I want to ask you is how can everyone get a hold of you? Are there any courses that you have or any things like a Facebook group or just Facebook, Instagram, what, whatever it may be, let us know how we can get a hold of you. Absolutely. You can visit my website butterflybeginningscounseling.com and there you will have find all the things. I do have a webinar on how to help our kids cope with big emotions. I have a YouTube channel. They can find the link on the website. Also to my social Instagram, Facebook, all of the above will be found at the website, butterflybeginningscounseling.com. Awesome. Thank you so much, Kim. I appreciate you coming on here and spreading so much value. And mamas, I want to thank you all for coming on again for another episode of the Fearless Mom Tribe podcast. And I will talk to you guys soon. Bye. Okay. This episode was so amazing. Wouldn't you agree? Want to hear more episodes like this? All you have to do is subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast platform so you will never miss out on a guest episode just like this one. If you found value or inspiration today, don't forget to leave a rating on iTunes and or feedback in the comment section. Looking forward to talking to you soon, beauty.